Welcome back to Word on the Clear Street, the monthly podcast at the intersection of finance and technology. I'm your host, Andy Voles, Chief Operating Officer at Clear Street. Joining us today are John Daplin, Chief Information Officer, and Madhu Sabu, Managing Director, Securities Finance Engineering. Today, we're here to talk about securities finance, and specifically securities finance engineering. Madhu, why don't you give us a little bit of your background, talk about your team, talk about how you got into securities lending. Nice to be with you, Andy. My background is in computer science and applied math, and I had the good fortune of graduating from grad school in the middle of the last financial crisis. And back then, systemic risk and contagion was in everybody's minds, and that's something that fascinated me in grad school, and it does to today. When I graduated grad school, my first role was at Credit Suisse Prime, and one of the things that I focused on there was how can we be efficient as a prime broker? How can we comply with the various liquidity metrics and regulation that was coming our way, Basel III, for example? All this gave me a good insight into what makes a prime broker profitable and efficient, which is what I bring to this firm Clear Street, if you ask me, is kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because we are building everything from scratch, and it's so great to have a clean slate. And you get to avoid all the mistakes you've seen other larger shops make, which is wonderful. But my team is a fairly unique team. We bring together SMEs in the industry, whether it be in inventory management, stock loan trading, repo trading, we have quants that specialize in rates, and we have the hardcore engineers that are specialists in a specific technology. And when you put all of them together right next to the trading desk, you see magic happen. And John, obviously, securities lending is, is one of your remits here at Clear Street, and you're new to the company. It's great to have you. Maybe similarly give your background and kind of your overall view on the various groups that you run. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, as I say, I am pretty new here, so I'm three months in at this point. I spent 28 years at Morgan Stanley prior to this with various different roles there, and I've loved the last three months. I think the opportunity set is amazing. The interactions between the different people and businesses are fantastic, generating ideas and being able to execute on those ideas. I think we've managed to assemble a pretty unique set of people and experiences from lots of different vantage points. And so, you know, Madhu will talk about coming from Credit Suisse and I come from Morgan Stanley and other people come from other firms, small side, sell side, buy side. And we're not trying to rebuild those firms. We're actually building Clear Street, which is a completely different value proposition, melding together the best of what we know into a unique value proposition. And that's what's really exciting. Madhu, can you speak to the role of the SEC lending industry and about how technology empowers this market? The securities lending market facilitates lending and borrowing of securities against collateral and is typically a major function within prime brokerages. The securities lending market can be misunderstood sometimes because of its role in short selling. Short sellers often get a bad rap in the general press, but the reality is that short selling is a critical mechanism for price discovery and liquidity in the cash equities market. Efficient price discovery 
benefits all participants, including the holders of that asset, as it serves a as a secondary source of income. Moreover, short sellers' diligence and analysis can provide key market signals for discovering and exposing fraud in traded companies. Whether it is faking an electric truck's progress or a massive fraud like Wirecard. Funding markets, stock loan and repo, which are part of funding markets, they play a key role in providing liquidity in the global wholesale markets. And it's an important function for the health of the global financial ecosystem. So you mentioned that market participants can make money by being long holders of securities, I think is, is what you were elaborating on. Could you talk a little bit more about that? I don't think people necessarily understand that element of securities lending. Sure. Large pension funds and asset managers, they tend to hold their positions for a very long time. And increasingly, they are looking to generate additional alpha on their holdings by loaning them out for a short amount of time. So that is a pretty popular strategy nowadays. And that's the supply in the securities lending market. Thanks, Madhu. John, we talk a lot at ClearStreet about our technology and what we're modernizing and how the industry suffers in some ways from outdated technology. Can you talk about that larger issue and how that impacts securities lending? So today's security financing market is burdened with the same heavy cost structures, outdated technology, and some pretty inefficient large global organizations designs, to be honest. And similar to what we've seen in the clearing and custody space on the post-trade side. So you've got critical components that are running on decades-old technology or maybe have been outsourced to a vendor of some description. So that combination of factors can lead to a pretty inefficient ecosystem, and that's where we've been focused in really bringing the next generation of technology to market. There's a hunger from our clients for data, transparency, the ability to access that in over APIs or any other channel that they like, and then bringing sort of automation and insights through that data and transparency. So when technology and business are siloed, as they are in many brokers, a lot of that information and the connectivity between those parts of the stack are lost, and we're avoiding that problem by bringing it together. That makes sense. We talk a lot about how our customers consume more data than they ever have. Now they're consuming data from satellites, from credit cards. So if we're trying to make that data more available, Madhu, what are some of the immediate things that can be modernized? What are some of the long-term implications? How can we improve our clients' access to data? Sure. So we are an API-first shop at ClearSuite, and we believe in this principle of anything that we build internally should be consumable externally via an API. If it is valuable data for customers, we'll be the first to expose that as an API. As a start, we are happy to say that the pre-trade Locates API we have right now is one of the most modern Locates experience that customers can have in the industry. We're also following up with a API for indicative short stock pricing that's in beta right now, and we will add more data sets as we go along. Inefficient markets, it's harder to gain edge and harder for our customers to make returns, which is what they're in business for. What are the implications and the consequences of outdated systems and outdated technology? The confluence of outdated technology, outdated systems, and the market itself means that in the stock loan business, search costs are very high. Liquidity is rather fragmented. There's no one place where liquidity is aggregated. All this means that price discovery is inefficient. The same loan can be traded at different rates in different channels at the same time. 
and there is no efficient mechanism for borrowers to comparison shop really today. There are two broad classes of solutions to this problem. One I would call market and technology-driven, the other one being regulatory-driven. Let's talk about the market and technology-driven solutions first. Centralized marketplaces for stock loan are gaining traction, which is good to see. They allow for aggregation of liquidity in one place, which means you're going to have better price discovery. But the industry really lacks a truly modern liquidity venue that's efficient and technology-driven, which we are working on and we'll come back to. In terms of regulatory solutions, there is a new regulation, 10C1, that is about to go live. It was just finalized and it is about to go live sometime in 2025 that is going to improve the transparency in the supply chain. And for the first time, borrowers are going to be able to see the pricing upstream of them, which is something that will be useful to customers. It sounds a lot like the when the equity markets started to modernize in the early 2000s, and obviously more prices were becoming electronic and there was more data available. But thinking back to that point in time, the industry was somewhat resistant to moving into those tighter, more efficient markets. So how do we think, and there may be a question for John as well, coming from another large prime broker, how do we think the industry will respond to modernization of securities lending, which is often called one of the last areas that's not modernized and therefore potentially less efficient, which could be a good thing and a bad thing, depending on which side of the efficiency you're on. I think there's not a lot of incentive for existing providers to go there, to be quite frank. And so that's where we have an edge and an advantage because we're starting from new. We're stepping into this space. These efficiencies that can be gained are an opportunity for us as opposed to a drag on something that we're already in. So I think being at the forefront of these innovations is playing right to our strengths. In a broader sense, if having a modern prime brokerage stack gives us a competitive advantage, as we're saying, why hasn't everyone else just gone and modernized their prime brokerage stack? I mean, fundamentally, it's expensive (laughs) and and, um, pretty complicated to unpick these things. And there's not a lot of incentive for banks to do that if they've got something that works. Um, You've got a lot of vested interest across different groups of people. And having the gumption to really dive into this space is perhaps something that most people are shying away from. We've built an amazing team here between the desk and our engineering team to really tackle these problems and build from the ground up. We've got the engineering team sitting on the desk with the traders and really being able to design on the fly right there and then and really meet the problems head on. And we're leveraging the latest tech to do that. So that also gives us an advantage. And doing that, I don't want to underestimate how complicated it is for an existing provider to step into that new tech space. It's incredibly difficult. And so, again, we've got an advantage by being there already and extending what we have as opposed to having to start from scratch. And to add to John's point, the business and technology work very closely with each other in this firm. That's something that doesn't happen a lot in the industry. And in my experience, when you know what to build and how to build it, when the expertise of what to build and how to build it live closely together, it results in fantastic products and ultimately great customer experiences. I would agree. And I think to kind of answer my own question, I think our customers are going to be the ones that drive the adoption when they get better tools from us and better data and they have a better experience, they're going to be driving the industry to adopt some of these new platforms. 
And speaking of, I hear a lot of cool names getting kicked around on the, the SEC finance engineering team, names like Atlas and Themis and other creative things that we're building. Maybe talk a little bit specifically to do about the different products we're building, what area of the business we're going after with that product, maybe what kind of product it's replacing, and kind of what is the team working on, what is actually getting built. There are three parts to the securities lending supply chain, right? So the first part is what I'll call the last mile, which is the broker-dealer lending to the ultimate borrower. In that space, we built, like you were saying earlier, the best locates experience that one of the most modern locates experiences in the industry. The product has proven to be extremely reliable and horizontally scalable. We often process greater than 10,000 requests a minute. Customers seem very happy with the product, especially those that are tech forward. So that's the last mile. Now let's get into the internals of a broker-dealer and how efficient we can be in terms of managing our own inventory. So that's the so-called middle mile. There we have a product called Themis. If you're not picking up on the theme here, Olympus is the larger platform and various products are gods in that pantheon. Themis is a state-of-the-art streaming real-time inventory management system. And in my experience, I've worked in larger shops. We've always had the burden of maintaining older systems, stitching together rather disparate systems that don't like to talk to each other. But here we have the advantage of having a clean slate and we get to start from scratch, which is wonderful. When we finish building Themis, it will be the most modern inventory management system in the industry, I think. And it's going to provide a big leap in our internal efficiency. So that's the middle mile. Now let's talk about upstream. This is the wholesale market. When I say wholesale market, I mean broker to broker or agent lender to broker, right? That's where the supply is. There, we plan on building a fully automated modern stock loan marketplace, which we are calling Agora, which in Greek is the marketplace. It will have a standing order book with bits and offers like a true exchange. It will offer uh, modern APIs and it will be very easy to integrate and use. So that's what we have in store for the stock loan business. And John, I think last question, what do you see as the long-term vision of ClearStreet and long-term strategy on the engineering side? You know, we're talking securities finance, but it's important to put that in the context of our broader agenda across the firm. So we're all about owning our own technology, building from the ground up. You'll hear us repeat that over and over again as our mantra and leveraging the latest technology to provide best class services to our clients and our desks. So in the securities finance space, it's all about integrating that into all of our other services like our EMS and our RMS, our PMS. It's not a standalone capability that we're looking to do. We're looking to integrate it as a core capability across all the services we provide, including the firm's own funding model. So we can be efficient with the firm's capital and meet our clients' needs as best we can. Our focus is primarily on straight through processing, real-time data and that omni-channel experience. And we do talked about the API first mantra. It's API first, it's mobile, it's web. You know, we want to meet clients where they're at, where it makes sense for their interaction with us. So we want incredibly efficient services that allow our clients to make real-time decisions and give them analytics to do so. Thank you, John. Thank you, Madhu. That's all the time we have for today. And thanks everyone for joining Word on the Clear Street, available wherever you get your podcasts.